Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. Our subject is Alelon. Alelon. Alelon means one another. One another. The love, today we are focusing on the love for one another. You need to love one another. The greatest secret is first to love yourself. You see, when you hate others, we know that you hate yourself. When you are jealous of others, we know that you are not content with yourself. You have to be happy with yourself. You have to feel good in your own skin. You have to learn to celebrate others. Because when you celebrate other people, you praise other people. You feel good about yourself. You see, you can have many things. But when you are not content, when you are not happy within yourself, you will fail to achieve the things that you want to achieve in life. Because even people that God has brought in your life to advance you, you will fight against them. Our subject is Alelon. Can we pray together? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We are grateful that we love one another. We are grateful that we are learning about one another. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of putting us together even during this season. We pray for each and every person who will listen to this teaching that, Lord, you will build us up, that we'll be establishing the truth and in the love for God. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. We are grateful for this opportunity to share the word with you. We are going to have communion at the end of our meeting. And we are as well going to share as we receive the offering and the tithes. So I want you to be comfortable to prepare your bread and your wine. Even on radio, we still take communion. Listen, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is victory in the blood of Jesus. We overcome through the blood of Jesus. So when you believe in the word of the Lord, your life will be secured. So we are teaching about Alelon. And today we are focusing on love for one another. Alelon means one another. And the theme for our year emphasizing Alelon is relationships. You have to understand that no one is an island. We have to have genuine relationships. We have to have relationships that shows 
honor and respect for one another. Relationships are important. They have to be mutual. They have to be reciprocal. They should show interpersonal relationships. Relationships have to be intimate. Or they should grow to that level of intimacy. Which is a key and an ingredient to build lasting relationships. Our theme, John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. He says, a new commandment I give to you. That you love one another. Just as I have loved you. I said last week, how did Jesus love us? Jesus loved us by leaving his high place. You know, some of us are in our high place. You need to come down. To love other people, you have to come to their place. Jesus was in heaven. Jesus is God. He came down to the level of men to understand what man is going through so to appreciate others you don't have to allow people to come to your high level but you can come and leave your high position to come to the lowest of the low to serve those that are below you to show your commitment and your love to God Jesus loved us that while he was the son of God the Bible says he took a form of a man and he even took the lower level as a slave he came to serve us how to love others you come down to serve them you come to their level you try your best to speak their language you might not speak the lingo they speak correctly but in my short experience wherever I go whatever language people speak I try to find how do they greet what is water what is food and as I teach and preach I will greet in their language you will realize that this one is a novice he doesn't know what he's saying but you will see the acceptance in the joy of their eyes they will open up because we have come to where they are. I want to challenge every person listening. I want to challenge every person here that you need to come from your high place. You need to take off your high expensive clothes. You have to come to the level of those you want to serve. You have to live among the people so that you can experience what they experience. So that you can minister to the needs they have. You see, if you live in the high place, you will always think everybody has what you have until you come to their level. That is why it's very important as a leader, not only to believe the people around you, you need to go down where the people are. If you are a person who believes people around you, you will 
will be led astray. A great shepherd. A great pastor. A great man of God. A great Christian. Will come to the level of others. You will honor one another. Not because they are below you in material things. But because they are in the same level as you are. They are humans as well. The Bible tells us says, now a new commandment I give to you. That you love one another. Just as I have loved you. Jesus sacrificed his life. The Bible tells us that he gave his life for all of us. If you are going to make an impact in this life, you will have to relinquish or to let go of your privileges. Jesus left his privilege. He came to our level. He died on the cross. Not that he was a sinner, but because he realized we cannot reach his level. He brought us, he brought himself to our level so that he can lift us up. The great leader always lifts others up. The great leader always strengthens others. I want to challenge you that you can make a difference. The Bible says all alone is one another. Having a good relationship, having a good conscience, you see, you have to have a good conscience to relate with other people. It's very funny that most of us want everybody to relate with us well. But we don't relate with others. We don't treat other people well. We are the only one who cry. But we are crushing others. I want to challenge you that Jesus hang on the cross. Even yourself. Jesus says carry your cross. Carry your cross carry your cross and follow me. This is not human rights. This Christian living that you need to come down. You need to allow yourself to serve others. You need to die to your own rights and privileges. You need to recognize that others need your help. People don't exist for you but you exist for them. May the grace of the Lord be with you. Amen. It says, just as I loved you, may you receive the love of God this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, I've shared my love abroad in your heart. Listen, you have the capacity to love others. Can you tell your neighbor and say, I love you? I see the sisters are smiling. Tell them with the love of the Lord, of course. I love you with agape love. Amen. Hallelujah. I think this coming week, a brother or a sister, if you know, you should sit close to them and say, I love you. <laughs> and after church, you say, it was a real love from me. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> uh, so you... You have to love. Love has no conditions. Listen, I've been loved. My mother loved me. You know, there are a lot of things I've done that are wrong. 
It doesn't matter how wrong I was. I will get the discipline I need. She will whip me where they were whipping. She will call me and sit me down. She will tell me, Wanaka, not this way. You have to carry yourself differently. And I'm forever grateful that that love, you see, when, when people are not children, when you correct them, they take offense. That's why the Bible says, you must keep a childlike attitude. You see, when you have a childlike attitude, we will whip you with the words of our mouths. We'll tell you you are wrong. And if you are humble, you will judge yourself. And the following day you will come and say, I can see my wrong. Will you forgive me? Can I make right with you? It was not intended. I was blind. I pushed my rights. I want to challenge you. Love has ceased no wrong. Love corrects. Love disciplines. Love sets things in order. Love doesn't keep quiet when things are wrong. Some people say, oh, I love you. But they leave you to go to hell. You know, they cheer you up. Oh, we are doing well. Yet they know deep down in their hearts that you are lost. That you are on the wrong path. They are encouraging you, sparing you on while they themselves are not on the same path. The Bible says, just as I've loved you, how did Jesus love us? He gave his life. He surrendered his life. He sacrificed. He lost a lot. You must be willing to lose. Somebody says you forgive too quickly. I said to them, I've been forgiven. I've been given a chance. Opportunity has been extended to me. And today I want to challenge all of us. He says, just as I loved you, you also, you also, you also are to love one another. So you also, you are to love like Jesus. Tell your neighbor, I love you like Jesus. Are you serious? Ask them, are you serious? Do you love me like Jesus? <laughs> to love like Jesus. Jesus was talking. He says, when they take, when they take your jacket, give them your coat. When they beat you on your left cheek, turn the right one. In other words, when the Roman soldier was doing the one mile, the Roman soldiers, they used to say you take their equipment for one mile. Jesus said, take them two miles. Never miss the opportunity to serve to serve. Hallelujah. Amen. It's just you also. You also. You also are to love one another. In other words, Christ loved us. Christ gave himself for us. Christ surrendered this life for us. He says, my will is to do the will of him who sent me. 
Some people will send them. But their love is questionable. Because they do not do what they are sent to do. They serve their own self-interest. But Jesus said, You also, you also are to love one another. How much is your love? Some people love you for the money you can give to them. Some people love you for what they can get out of you. Some people love you for what you do for them. Immediately all the things stops. Or they hear something scandalous about you. They will come against you. Jesus said, and you also are to love one another. And he says, by all this, he says, by this all people will know you are my disciple if you love one another. Jesus is not saying if you cast demons, if you heal the sick, if you prophesy. No, he doesn't talk about those things. All those are necessary. We need the prophecy. We need the healing. We need the touch of God. But without love, all these things become useless. They have no power to change our lives. But love has power to change lives of people. I've been changed as a young person when I received Jesus because I had people that genuinely loved me. I, I always remember the people who helped me on my path as a Christian that even in my wildness as a child they were patient with me. May the grace of the Lord be with you. Amen. May you love the Lord with all that you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, may you love the Lord with all that you are. Hallelujah. Amen. So, alone simply means one another. Never think of yourself more highly than others. Some of us, we think we are highly. That's why I say it doesn't matter you are king. It doesn't matter you are billionaire. Death will equalize you. I said death will equalize you. The day you die, you, you, you cannot change. You're going to the grave. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's how you lift your life that will determine. May the Lord be with us. Amen. We are teaching our topic is love for one another. Romans chapter 12 verse 9 and 10. Romans 12 verse 9 and 10. It says, let love be without hypocrisy. Let, it says, let, let love be without hypocrisy. Do you know what is, is hypocrisy? Is to act. Hey, we have a lot of actors. <laughs> In the church. When I look to my left, I see them. When I look to my right, I see them. Tell your neighbor, stop being a pretender. Hey, there are a lot of pretenders. Oh, Jesus. There are a lot of pretenders. It is worse if you are in church. It is worse. It's an abomination. 
to be in church and you are an actor you are pretending you are putting on a costume like you are on stage and then after church you continue where you left you have a demon I said you have a demon. I said you have a demon. We cast the demon out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Out. You cannot be in church and be a hypocrite. Be like a child. We will offend you. Let me tell you something about church and about people. You see, all of us have put on our best. You can see I've tried. You see, but I noticed one, two people, they have lifted up the standard slightly high. He's putting on a black suit. I say, hey, he, he looks like, like a real gentleman. So I was jealous. I said, hey, why didn't I put on a black suit? You get it? If you come to church, or anywhere you go in the world, there's always going to be somebody who's going to offend you. We are going to talk. If you come to church, we are going to talk about you. Make peace with it. We'll talk about your nose. You know, our nose are different in Africa. They are different varied sizes. You get it? We'll talk about our facial bones. And worse, we'll talk even about clothes. Yeah, we'll say, oh, your clothes are nice. But I do it <laughs> Your clothes are nice. But they don't fit you so well. You get it? We are very offensive. Anyone who's in church has recognized they need help. So just take it from there that they are recovering from the evil they have been before they came to church. It's a babalas. They're just having babalas. They have not fully come out of it. You get it? You know what is babalas? People drink alcohol like wine or beer. And when they wake up in the morning, their small head is heavy. You know, so they struggle to make sense of the day. So there are people in church. They are recovering. They are recovering from the past. So some days when you talk to them, they are past tend to overtake them. Things that are not supposed to come out of their mouth come out. They make comments they are not supposed to make. I always say to men, please zip up your bags. Yes, I tell them. They like to open their bags. Their bags will be looking, the wallet and the cell phone. <laughs> they are shining and looking at you. And you are, you are, you are a recovering thief. Hey! My God. Then the hand will say, remember, you used to take these things. And before you know it, 
People are struggling. That's why we say even when you when you dress, dress well. Understand that others are still recovering. They just come from the world that is so confused. So be kind and loving to others. Not that you are comfortable in the way you are dressing now, but for their sake for their sake you love one another just as Christ loved us for our sake he left this high comfortable place and he came to the most uncomfortable place the place of sin the place of betrayal the place where trust is no more Christ lived there he was betrayed he felt what we feel every day. And even today, you might be feeling you are betrayed. No, Christ went through it. For your sake. So here it says, let love be without hypocrisy. Some people are permanent actors. You get it? As a brother, you might be in church. Or a sister, you are in church. Uh, you love Jesus. And somebody loves the Jesus that is in you. And take advantages of you. They don't live right. But they say yes. Jesus have mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. May the love of God reach and touch you. Amen. May you love others as you love yourself. Amen. That is a good measurement. Jesus is not saying too many things. Love others as you love yourself. It's very funny how harsh we are in our love for others. We judge harshly. I said we judge harshly. I said we judge harshly. I've said to young, young women and the young men in the church, you see we have got mothers with small babies. Fortunately, here in Arcadia, we have got the mother's room. So, when the babies are crying, we don't hear much of the cry. But if they were here in the main auditorium, and the baby goes, you will see all the people who don't have children. When they look at this mother, the eye, the eye is saying quite a mouthful. Don't you see you are disturbing us? Carry this thing of yours and out. We are in church, we are listening. Until they have their own baby. <laughs> then you realize the person, when the, when the sometime a child cries, the mother might not have slept throughout the night. So you who are old mothers in the church, you are supposed to go and pick up the child to comfort the mother and to give the comfort to the child. You know, I've done this for years. I've taken children from young women in the church. I don't remember. I remember one, one specific case. The child cried. We had a conference. The child cried. I decided to pick up the child. I even came to my seat. I took this uh, pillow where the child was sleeping. I think it was two, three minutes. The child was asleep. The mother wanted to come and take the child. I said, you are unstable. You are uneasy. Bring the pillow. 
Let the child sleep on my feet here. The service started and finished. The child was sleeping there. And we make all the noise. We preached. The child was in heaven. And when the service ended, the child woke up refreshed and happy. The mother loved me more. And said, you don't know, I did not sleep last night. The child has been restless. I've been restless. I was exhausted. So I want to challenge you. Your love for others. Don't be an actor. In the church, there are a lot of people who are broken. That's why we have come to church. We have been told about the love of Jesus. But you see, you are the Jesus that people will meet. I said you are the Jesus that people will meet. The feeling that you give, the comfort you give to others is the comfort that Jesus is giving to them. People will come and say, oh, this church is full of love. I said to somebody, the, the day you leave the church, or the day you joined our church, you made our church imperfect. We are one of the most loving church until you arrived. You see, the day you arrived, you spoiled everything. But because it's you, you are the only right person. All of us are wrong. But we have come to accept that we are fallen beings. We are pursuing the standard of Jesus. It is my prayer to you. The Bible says, let love be without hypocrisy. Listen to this. It says, abhor what is evil. Don't be in the company of people who, who like talking about other people in an evil way. Even if they say, I was just informing you, you should just tell them, my ears are not a garbage bin. My ears are not garbage bin. I don't want to share rubbish. You must appreciate people. If you don't like what somebody has done, the most honorable thing to love somebody else is to go to them with humility, not to offend them. Most people when they are wrong, because they are fallen, when you correct them, they jump. They will say, are you right yourself? So even when you correct them, even though you know you are right, you just humble yourself and say, my sister, my brother, I have something to say. It might not come right, but I'm trying to do right. Please just give me an ear. You don't need to answer me now. You can answer me sometime. But this is what I've noticed. You don't treat me very well. This is what you did. This is how I've, don't accuse them. This is how I felt. I didn't feel your love the way you treated me. I felt lost. Don't go around telling people, oh, so did you speak with me well? Yet the person doesn't even know that he didn't speak with you well. The Bible says, let your love be without 
hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Pursue righteousness with all that you have. You'll be a great Christian. You'll be a good personality. Be kind and affectionate to others. You don't want to be affectionate. I always tell women my mother was very affectionate. I grew up in that environment. So I'm very I'm a very affectionate person. I cry easily. Oh, I love people. But sometimes sisters when you are affectionate. Oh, they are thinking you are looking for other things. And so I try as I become closer to people. Specifically of the fairer sex. I tell them, please don't make the mistake of my affection, of the attention I'm giving you. It's the attention of Jesus. Don't, don't misinterpret it. Don't go beyond what it is. It's just love. It's just love. I love you with the love of the Lord. Nothing else. Don't add pepper. Don't add salt. Take masala carry out of it. Let it remain as it is. I am your pastor. I love you. I love you. But don't add your spices and misinterpret the love I have for you. I believe there are many others in the church. Sometimes you think you are the only one. But I've seen people give me affection. You have to be affectionate to one another. You can't be a great shepherd. You can't be a great disciple maker. You can't be a great pastor without affection. You have to be fond of people. You have to be fond of people. And people must know there is no agenda. You have no agenda. They are not part of your statistics. That oh, so many people came. So that makes you great. Jesus only had 12 disciples. When he died on the cross, almost 80% of them were not there. They've run away. I can quote who was there. I want to challenge you. Be affectionate. Be kind. Be affectionate to one another. The Bible says with brotherly love. If you have a brother and a sister, you will know what is a brotherly love. You know what is brotherly love? We fight as brothers. Oh, we fight like snake and cat. I, I don't know if you've seen those old Chinese movies. They'll show you a snake and a cat fighting. And when they finish, the snake grows itself around the cat and the two are happy. Listen. Brotherly love. We call each other names. I had, I had a pet name they were calling me with. When they make that name, hey, I will change. I'll be angry. And they know I'll be angry. You get it? And at the same time, I will pull another name. And, you know, we are fighting. They leave their food. I will eat their food. Mainly the meat. You know, you, you bite it. I was told that in Sunnyside, if you leave your cheese, you'll find somebody's teeth there. 
You get it? Yeah. When you go to the fridge, you are checking your food. You find, oh, somebody with some zigzag teeth. You can even see the person, you know. Their teeth are printed on your cheese. Jesus, have mercy. That's brotherly love. After we fight, it doesn't matter how hard we fight. We still are brothers. It makes no difference. It makes no difference. Our fight is just a temporary fight. Some of our fights have been physical fights. One time I ironed my shirt. You know, we were taught to iron our ESCOM that time, it was apartheid ESCOM. Lights will come at a specific time. And at a specific time, lights, there was no this ESCOM that they tell you there's a load shading. By this time, lights are gone. So when electricity is there, or when the fire is there, you iron your clothes, knowing that tomorrow I will use them. And one day, I ironed my shed, I put it there. And I went to sleep. Somebody woke up early than me. And when he saw my shirt, I think he says, thank you, Jesus. He put on my shirt. Hey! When I woke up, I went for my bus. I looked for my shirt. My shirt is not there. Later in the evening, I saw somebody very happy putting on my shirt. It was not a very good uh, good feeling that I had. But listen, we remain brothers. It doesn't change us. Can you tell the person sitting next to you? We are brothers. We'll be together in heaven. Some people forget that they are more closer to you than their best, best brother and best sister. One of the deceptions of Satan is to try and tell you that you can come out of a relationship. Relationships are meant to be lifelong. Listen to me. Relationships are lifelong. For me, my relationships are lifelong. It's very difficult to come out of the relationship. I don't like people who betray. You break my trust. It will be very difficult. It will be very difficult. I will still accept you at the arm's Because trust is free. Did you hear what I said? The first time I met you, even though you are a thief, even though you are an evil person, you are given the same standards as the person. The person will leave you in their house. Leave you with their food. Leave you with whatever. And hope that when they come back. Many years ago, I left somebody to guard my house. It's a young person. He took 2 kg of chicken. And cooked all of it. Hey, when I came back. I said, hey. You finished my meat. Oh, I thought that was it. I left him again. He makes six eggs for himself. One time, one time. Uh, fortunately, I was in the house. So I called, I called the brother. 
I said, do you eat like this in your family? I said, when I buy eggs, I count them. There are 30 in the crate. So one egg every day. For you, you eat six. It means six days I'll have nothing to eat. I don't know you understand. You must have a brotherly love. But I forgave the person. And I've moved on. I want to challenge you. Unless you love, you will not fulfill your God-given mission. I am where I am because I was loved. All my pastors, I served them. I've never left. There's no church I've left. There's no people I've stolen. I was sent. I didn't leave. I was not offended. My relationship is excellent relationship. I don't know you understand. My fathers are my fathers. You can't leave your father. And say you are my father. Then you are a prodigal. Only prodigals leave. Because they think they will make life for themselves. It might take some time before you realize that your prodigality is not working. Even a branch, when you cut it from the tree, for a couple of days or a week, the branch looks green. And the branch might boast and say, I'm still green. But after some time, the sap out of the branch will dry up. And then that's when you discover you needed to be attached to the main trunk. May the Lord have mercy. He says, let your love be without hypocrisy. I see my time is running so fast. For all of our viewing centers and churches, prepare communion. Let your leaders prepare communion so that we'll be able, all of us, to have communion at the same time. I want to challenge you. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. All alone. Let your love be for one another without pretense. Have you seen people pretend? Guy. Just when you turn. Oh, no, said just turn your back. You become the sandwich. They eat you while you are still around. May the Lord have mercy. Let your love be without pretense. One of the greatest things is to pray for yourself. That you be a genuine, honorable person. Can you lift up your hands while you are seated? Both of your hands. I want you to pray for yourself. Lord, may I be genuine. May I be a real person. May I be affectionate. May I be honorable. May I not pretend. Can we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, this morning. I pray even for each and every one of us as we lift up our hands, that Lord, may genuine true love come in our hearts. May we be affectionate. May we show kindness. May we show mercy. May we show love for one another. May we show understanding. May we show the peace of God. We thank you, Lord. We lift up your name, even this morning, in the name of Jesus. I pray for these, your children, 
that Lord, we will not be a people that are not genuine, that we will not be people that are actors, but Father will be true, will be real. We thank you, Father, for this. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to challenge you that your love be without hypocrisy. Hallelujah. Amen. That your love will be without hypocrisy. Hallelujah. Amen. Love is a central theme of Jesus Christ and of the church. Maybe you have been listening to me, but you have never given your life to Jesus. You don't know the love of God. You have been rejected. You have been pushed aside. You have gone from church to church seeking love. Most some people can't love themselves. They want others to love them. But they cannot love others. I want to pray together with you. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave even you to experience the love of God. You need to give your life to Jesus. For those who are here in the auditorium, I challenge you. You need to give your love to Jesus. That you may experience the love of God. For those who are listening in the many centers we have, pastors and all our leaders, you need the love of God. You need the Bible says, for God so loved the world. He gave. He gave. Even you to experience the love of God. You need to give your life. I'm going to lead in prayer. If you are here in the auditorium, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can lift up your hand right now. And in the many different centers, you can lift up your hand right now. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high so that they can see it and I can see it. We are going to pray. I'm going to ask of you to pray with me. Can you say, Father? Can you say, Father? In the name of Jesus, I thank you today for your love, for your grace that you have shown towards me. I thank you that I am a sinner. I recognize I needed a savior. Lord, forgive me all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Today, wash my sins with your blood. With my own mouth, I speak that Jesus Christ is Lord. With my own heart, I believe that you raised him from the dead. Thank you, Lord, for this grace. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says if you make this prayer, you will be saved. Thank you again, church. May the Lord bless you. We're going to pray for healing. We're going to pray for God's divine help. I'm going to ask everybody in all of our buildings, wherever you are, even if you are in your house, can we stand together? We are going to pray for healing. I want you to put your hand wherever it is painful. You have a backache. You have a, p- a painful knee. 
eyes that don't work very well wherever there is pain or whatever that is it has been said maybe coronavirus you are infected i want you to believe god for healing and restoration may you receive god's healing this morning in the name of jesus amen against all sickness and disease i plead and i speak the life the eternal life of god to rejuvenate revive and resuscitate any organ any part of the body that is not working i speak healing from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet now in jesus name amen. receive your healing now in jesus name amen i said receive your healing now in the name of jesus amen